Good morning. I'm John, and this is the Daily Wrestling News Show for August 18th. Can you ever trust a McMahon? If you're a wrestler or a wrestling fan, the answer to that question is probably not. But what about those people who are, shall we say, McMahon adjacent? Let's take a look at a good example of that scenario. If you're listening to this, then chances are you love wrestling. And if you care to continue the conversation with me, John, and other listeners of this show, then I invite you to join the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. Just search for Daily Wrestling News Show or go to facebook.com slash groups slash wrestling news show and click join. We cannot wait to meet you there. The group is brand new, so if you're one of the first to join, don't be afraid to say hi. Now, on with the show. On this day in 2013, WWE held their annual SummerSlam pay-per-view at the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. The main event featured John Cena defending the WWE Championship against Daniel Bryan. Bryan's road to this main event was a major storyline that spring and summer. He was not far removed from his tumultuous run as WWE Tag Team Champion with Kane as part of Team Hell No. That was a really fun arc that took Brian and Kane from hilarious anger management therapy sessions to a 245-day reign as the tag champs. The end of that reign saw Team Hell No lose the titles at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view to their on-again, off-again rivals Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins of The Shield. After taking the pinfall, Brian became obsessed with proving he was not the weak link in Team Hell No, even though he was often praised as the best performer in the company. Along the way, Brian would fail to regain the tag titles with Kane in their rematch and participate in six-man matches with Randy Orton as an additional partner, despite not getting along with Orton at all. This would lead to a rivalry between the two that saw Brian win a street fight against Orton, but fail to win the Money in the Bank match when he was attacked by Curtis Axel. Axel wasn't even part of the match, but it kept Brian from the briefcase that would eventually go to Randy Orton. When Raw GM Brad Maddox announced in mid-July that John Cena would be allowed to handpick his SummerSlam opponent, Cena would poll the audience, and it was clear that the Yes Movement was in full effect. Daniel Bryan is who the people wanted to see face Cena. And Cena, ever the benevolent champion, was going to give the people what they wanted. There was just one issue. An issue that was about as big as issues get in the world of professional wrestling. Vincent Kennedy McMahon was not on board. Mr. McMahon just did not see Daniel Bryan as his kind of guy. Bryan did not fit Mr. McMahon's vision of a WWE superstar. COO Triple H, however, believed in Daniel Bryan and wanted to see that he got a fair shake. Mr. McMahon would make Bryan run through a gauntlet of superstars, including his former tag team partner Kane along the way. Bryan would rise to the occasion. In his final tune-up, perhaps more accurately speed bump, before SummerSlam, Brian would face Wade Barrett with McMahon lackey Brad Maddox as guest referee. Maddox would fast count Brian to a loss on that particular evening before offering his services again as guest referee for the SummerSlam match with Cena. This is where Triple H would step in and counter Maddox's offer. Well, not so much counter more like deliver a pedigree to Maddox and make it clear that Triple H would be donning the stripes for the SummerSlam main event himself. Cena came into this match nursing an elbow injury that Brian would target and pepper with vicious kicks. There were moments in this match where Cena 
outsizing his opponent by at least three inches in height and about 40 pounds in bulk, actually looked to be the underdog as the crowd swelled with every positive move in Brian's extensive repertoire. After an excellent back-and-forth performance by both men for more than 25 minutes, Brian would strike up the band with his yes chance and end Cena's 11th world title reign with a running knee to the jaw and a 1-2-3 counted by Triple H. A tense moment arose when Cena spun Brian around mid-celebration, but cooler heads prevailed and Cena would shake Brian's hand before leaving the ring to allow Brian to continue his love fest with the LA crowd. But just a little more than three minutes after a pat on the ass from Triple H and being handed the WWE Championship, Randy Orton's music began to play as the confetti fell in Staples Center. Mr. Money in the Bank made his way to ringside, held the briefcase in the air, and locked eyes with the new champ. Brian motioned Randy towards him in acceptance of the challenge, which made Orton rethink his position and turn to head back up the aisle. And then the COO and special guest referee spun the champ around and delivered a pedigree. Orton, in on the plan, was already back on his way to the ring. He handed over the briefcase and covered Brian for an easy 1-2-3 for the start of his seventh title reign. Daniel Bryan's WWE Championship reign would last just 5 minutes and 25 seconds. So the moral of the story? No. No, you cannot trust a McMahon or McMahon-adjacent figure as a fan or superstar in WWE. This has been the Daily Wrestling News Show for August 18th, 2022. We'll see you tomorrow.